Hello, everyone. Welcome to Shape by Dogs. I'm Susan Garrett. And today I'm going to talk about something that could very well save a dog's life. It could save a child or possibly even you from getting a very serious injury from a dog. And what the topic is identifying what a dog is about to do based on all the cues they're giving you. This is an acronym I believe I heard first um, from the late uh, Sophia Yin, and it is temp. You need to take a dog's temp, T-E-M-P. Now, I stick an extra E in there, so T-E-E-M-P, but let's still call it temp because it makes such great sense. When you approach a dog... The dog has a lot of ways of communicating what his intention is, how he's feeling. And the challenge is, as human beings, um, we sometimes misunderstand or misread these cues, or sometimes these cues have been um, subdued um, so that the dog doesn't express them the way he would like to. So I'm going to go over what are all the signs that the, uh, the dog may be communicating to you and, um, how you put them all together at the end. All right. T E E M P the tail. Obviously everyone says, Oh, look, the dog's tail is wagging. He's happy. Not necessarily. You've got to look at how is that dog's tail wagging. Now, some dogs will wag their tail and it creates an entire body wag. That is a, you know, super happy dog. Or it goes like a, a helicopter in a circular motion um, that that a lot of dogs will show different levels of happiness based on how that tail is wagging. <clears throat> Some dogs may hold their tail up along their belly. That, you know, you could say maybe they're cold, but a lot of times that is a sign of anxiety, stress, lack of comfort with the situation. Or it could be held very stiffly, maybe uh, a, in a stiff, uh, stiff way above their back. That could be them um, being, uh, getting a little bit more territorial. So... Um, a wagging tail that's held low, like between the hawks, that's that's wagging kind of frantically, that's not necessarily a happy tail. That could be a nervous tail, and that could lead to problems if you don't interpret that correctly. So, <clears throat> a lazy wag back and forth with other signs is generally a pretty good sign that the dog is confident and, and happy with the situation. Let's move on to the E, the first E, e eyes and ears. Okay, so the dog's eyes. If you can see if they're just full round eyes, bright, alert eyes, that's a good sign. Um, eyes that you can see the whites of the eyes at the bottom, that's not a good sign. Look at the pupils. Are they dilated, um, narrow, very, very small, or they're very big? Obviously, depending on the light, they may dilate, but narrowing of the eyes is a dog being more intent. Um, but look at, are they darting side to side? Are they looking for an escape or are they staring? Staring is often a, a sign that they are intent on a target. 
or they're maybe looking nervous at something. You also might look, um, sometimes you see the eyes are, sl- are almost closed. They're slit. Um, uh, that happens a lot when dogs are being submissive. They're being, they're, they're, um, and submissive is a dog that is, could be worried. A submissive dog rarely bites, but they could if, if it put in a wrong situation. Um, so, or some dogs might just avert their eyes. They might not look at you at all, right? So, take note of what those eyes, a dog that's eyes are moving naturally, just, just like a person. If you're taking everything in, that's a pretty relaxed dog. Dog that is, um, their eyes are, are fixated is a dog that's got intent um, possibly on pouncing and playing or possibly attacking. Dog that's darting might be a dog who's just not comfortable with the situation. Now, what about the dog's ears? So, obviously dogs have different ear sets. So, like a Labrador's got floppy ears where um, my Border Collies have prick ears. But both ear sets can show alertness and be held high on their head. So, they can be, they can, the muscles in the, in the dog's skull allow them to rotate those ears in different positions. So, one up, one back, they're listening to something in behind trying to take in something in behind, up on their head, um, confident, or maybe they are focused somewhere. Ears brought together, pinned to the back is often a sign that the dog is worried or fearful. Now, they, they may be turned to the side and what they call rose budding, where they're kind of turned in a little bit. That often is seen with the dog showing little slits of their eyes in a submissive posture. So, taking in the ears, and if they're flat and plastered to their back of their head, that's not a comfortable or confident dog. Um, So, you need to take into all of these things uh, together. Um, Now... We've got, now we've got the ears and the eyes, we're going to go on to the M, which is the mouth, the dog's mouth. Um, so, first of all, from the mouth, is there vocalizing? So, is there growling? Now, growling doesn't mean a dog is uh, aggressive. A lot of dogs will growl in play. So, don't be concerned if when you're playing with your dog, they start growling. That isn't automatically a sign of aggressive um, aggression. My dogs, um, they growl when they're, when they're happily engaging with me. However, growling with some of those other signs, like uh, seeing the whites of their eyes or their eyes focused, their ears pinned, those three things, not good. That is a dog who is showing you discomfort. However, growling may be absent because a lot of dogs are disciplined for growling, something you should never, ever do. If your dog... Uh, is not comfortable with the situation, they're unhappy, a lot of the times they will growl. And it could be a low growl. It could be a high that ends up higher. There's different growls. But if you, but but people mistakenly discipline that said, hey, why are you growling at the child? And they correct the dog. And you do that enough and the dog will lose their voice, which you don't ever want to happen because the dog growling is saying, I'm not comfortable with this situation. Please take me out of it. It's your responsibility to get him out of there. Because if you remove the growl, all that that dog has left is a bite. The growl is a great uh, indicator to you. So, you want to help condition the dog so they are more comfortable in that situation. But for now, get them out of it. 
So the, what, looking at the dog's mouth, are, are they whining? Whining could be that they're stressed or anxious. Um, it could be that they're overly excited as well. Are they barking? Barking could be happy. Barking could be alerting. Um, and especially if it's bark accompanying with growl, that, that could be, if it's a puppy, it could be that they're just using their voice and they're happy. So it's the combination of all the, all these, the temp brought together. All right. Now let's look at the mouth. Are they showing teeth? So a dog who has showing you a slit of their eyes, rose-butted ears, and are showing you their teeth, they're being submissive. They're, they're being, you know, some breeds will naturally do that when a stranger is approaching. Um, again, it's not good to approach any dog you don't know without asking their owner first, but a lot of submissive dogs are super happy to see people. Maybe not all people. Maybe they're a little worried about children. You've got to ask that the questions to find out. So a, a dog that is lip, lip licking, lip lifting, showing you their teeth, um, and holding their teeth along with growling, pinning their ears, fixating their eyes, all bad signs. That is a sign that a dog is, or may be about to strike, right? So look at what is the lips doing? Are the lips relaxed and loose or are they pursed? If they're held back and pursed, the dog may be nervous. So people think that the dogs that bite are the ones that are, are growling and giving you all the signs. Dogs who are nervous are as likely and maybe even more likely to, to bite. If they're nervous and they can't get out of that situation, they're worried, their only defense is to nip. Okay, so a nervous dog pulling back their te- their lips and holding their lips back in um, in a tight tight mouth is is a dog who's showing you their great great discomfort, as is a dog that uh, licks their lips. So lip licking is um, could be a calming signal that the dog is trying to give another dog, like hey, if they're looking away and they're lip licking and maybe even shaking a shake off that could be these are all signs that dogs give other dogs to try and diffuse the situation please can we all be friends here um lip licking can be a sign that the dog is nervous so again taking that the dog's lip licking their lip averting their eyes pinning their ears tail tucked they're nervous all right give them their space um now, the P of temp, that's the dog's posture. So, is the dog relaxed with that low, whole body wag, their tails wagging and their bodies wagged and their ears are comp- up and confident? That's a relaxed dog. And you can see that the, the body wave is initiated from the tail. Now, a dog that is stiff, their head up and fixed, that maybe even if you look at the hair on the back of the neck or right around their shoulders and at the base of their tail might be up, they are a dog who has been triggered. That they may be excited, they may be alarmed, they may be um, trying to make themselves big to protect themselves, but they are alerted to something. Um, A dog who is crouching and low with their tail along their back, they're 
uh, maybe a little worried about something. Um, now, again, you can look at a certain breeds like Whippets, Italian Greyhounds, Greyhounds. They would naturally carry their tail um, often will carry their tail. Even some of my border collies might have their tail low between their legs. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're nervous. A cold whippet will definitely have their tail up between their legs. Okay. But taking all these things into consideration, um, a submissive dog might crawl and maybe even turn their body sideways with a little, little, um, frantic body wag. Um, that, that is that they're not confident. And they're not, they're, they're, it's not, and they may be slightly nervous, but they are showing you submission. Like, uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure about this situation, but I really, really would like to exper- uh, experiment with it. Um, a dog, so a dog may just flatten themselves to the ground if they're, if they're, uh, not confident or if they are the least bit nervous, but a dog that gets stiff, their legs stiff, their tail stiff. They walk stiffly. A lot of the times they are, have been triggered and they may or may not be about to strike. So you can't take any one of these temp indicators and say, aha, I know what's going on here. But when you see the big picture, so a dog that's growling, but that they are, um, they're, 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 um, got a body wag to the side. They're averting their eyes to the side. They've got rose butted ears. They're wagging their tail low. They are, they might be growling, but growling up that they're not entirely sure. You're not going to rush in and pat that dog, but you don't have to be worried that they're going to lunge and attack you. Not that any dog will, you know, Dogs who are mentally sound, which is 99% of the dogs out there, that they, they don't have a brain dysfunction, um, are, are going to give you these signals in a predictable way. Now, a dog that is sore may give you a growl just because maybe they're arthritic and they're sore and they, and they don't, they want to be left alone, right? So you need to, Take all of these, the information the dog's giving you. Remember, dogs can't talk to us, but they can communicate. So they can can communicate with these body parts that allow you to know what they're thinking. Now, an extreme, you might smell something. So a dog who is really worried um, may express their anal glands and create this stench. Um, the worst thing that you can do is not believe what the dog is communicating with you. You want to give them their space. You want you, our, our number one goal is to help that dog be confident. So to review, never approach a dog without uh, asking their owner first. Teach your children to never approach a dog without asking their owner first. And if the owner says, hey, it's cool, and you see a combination of some of these signs, maybe, um, you know, say, oh, thanks, um, but uh, I'm just going to toss a treat to your dog. Is it all right? Do you have a treat that I could toss to your dog? So let's help build that dog's confidence, but let's not push the issue. I've seen some people who, who know their dogs are nervous, but they think by making people pat them or asking people to pat them, that's going to help the dog. 
it's something in science we call flooding, but flooding rarely works and it can often backfire. A better thing to do is to keep that dog a a distance away from their stressor where you can reinforce them yourself. If you own the dog that's showing signs of not being confident or comfortable, you can reinforce them with playing or with tossing cookies. But if they show you any of these signs, if your own dog is showing that believe them, they're communicating, they're asking for your help. And as their owner, our number one job in life is to help deliver them that confidence, help them to be more confident. And um, let me say one more time, never, ever discipline a dog who's growling. The dog is telling you, is communicating something very clear to you. As their owner, you need to get them out of that situation, take note, go to a trained veterinarian behaviorist and Ask them for help if you don't know the next steps to take. That's it today for Shape by Dog. And please leave me a comment and let me know how you're enjoying the podcast. Please uh, rate, give us a rating and share the podcast with your, with your friends. And this one in particular, share with every single person you know who either has a dog or who has children. That's it for today. We'll see you next time.